0: All right, everybody, welcome. I'd like to welcome you to the initial podcast for the BAMcast. That would be starring Brian Augustin, Amanda Michaels, and Mike Martin. So let's just go ahead and get right into it uh, today. Brian, let's uh, talk about some of the stuff that you wanted to look at today. Well, you know, you were talking about the
1: Deadpool trailer, and that sounds very cool. We took a look at it. And as much as I am loath to like anything to do with Deadpool, uh, I got to admit that uh, the trailer is intriguing, and the one with uh, What's his name? Mario Lopez from uh, whatever entertainment show that is he does Yeah, uh, extra, was yeah. hilarious.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was that was a funny take on it. You know yeah. the, uh, the the fun part being that you know the, they're trying to make sure they they show because before this whole time the argument has been you know um, is it going to be R rated because you can't do a Deadpool movie? It's not R rated. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob Liefeld was fighting for it to be R rated. Um, Ryan Reynolds was fighting for it, and so for April Fools they thought it would be fun to, to tease that it might be uh pg-13 and and the end results was um slater getting a beak down so i think we were good all behind that
2: i just love that jesse spano was avenged by deadpool because Slater just you know he didn't follow through on his commitment to be a good dude so boom deadpool
1: wow i feel like you both are win. maybe i've had a stroke i have no idea who who avenging
2: Oh save by, oh, by the guy. Yeah. Oh, save! by the Was that his character name? Yeah, that yep. was that was his uh, name was uh, AJ Slater. A C Slater. A C Slater. See? Yes, get it straight. Yeah. Wow. Not that he wasn't. Will this, this be
1: on the quiz? That's all I want to know. It,
2: Negative. Okay. I think no it just quiz. was
0: on Amanda's wall when she was ch- uh, when she was younger. Actually he you might still be on her wall knowing her. Uh, we, so. could, uh, we could we could
1: go be- and check your wall, I have a feeling.
2: Those I could be are
0: wrong. Not that there's, I, you know, if I was going to go after anybody, I'm a Screech guy. What am I going to say?
1: <laughs> so we want people to. We don't want people. Oh, people might do. enjoy it if they went and checked out the new Deadpool
0: oh,
2: trailer,
1: yeah. the April April Fools' trailer.
0: Yep, the April Fool trailer. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah that was that's good. Classic nerd fun. I like. And it.
1: I and I uh, want to mention that as we uh, as we are live here and on tape later, uh, on tape.
0: <laughs> Sorry. We're showing. digital. Welcome, welcome <laughs> to the show, Brian. Sorry,
1: just checking in from nineteen eighty five. Welcome. As we are recording digitally, uh WonderCon is happening in Anaheim, California. Right right adjacent to the happiest place on earth and uh or in the midst of the happiest place on earth. I actually
0: I'm might not... be replacing the happiest place on earth. Well there this you go. Point.
2: Yeah.
1: You see that? All I've all I've seen so far is lots and lots of very pretty pictures of cosplayers, uh, cosplay boys and girls, which means, as we are at the beginning of the con of the uh, of the con year, um, especially here as we are in Arizona, where we have perfect weather for cosplay. As you pointed out, Mike, um, I guess this is part of what we have to look forward to. Cosplay still a happening thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Pfft. And that's, that's the thing is, you know, just like you said, it, most of the pictures that we see from cons anymore are are cosplayers, you know, and, and that's cool. You know, it's a, it, I, I, I'd say I, my big respects are always the ones that are just amazing. Um, at um, at um, uh, Amazing Arizona Con, there was a pair there that were doing a, a Victorian Joker and Harley.
1: I saw that. Yes. Very impressive.
0: That was off the chain. I, I was just like, that's way too much. That is way, way too awesome.
1: Well, absolute props, though, to anyone who does it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's a ton of work and lots and of things. And it to takes add.
1: lots of guts to be out there, as it were, and uh, and it's a very cool thing. They're not always everyone's favorite part of a convention. Yes. Um, I have no problem with it, especially since we have such an active community here. Yeah. Um, you know, there was that whole thing a few, you, you know, last year, year before. Um, they're not real fans.
0: Right. Right. And
1: again, we we have a a litmus test for being at a comic con. I don't remember that. Um, I'd rather look at a, a, really poorly done, uh, cosplay than, a you know, a guy who looks like the comic book dealer from the Simpsons, uh, in, in short remark. pants and, uh, and a sweaty <laughs> t-shirt any day. Um, I'd even rather look at a guy dressed as Deadpool than, than that particular, uh, regular attendee. Mm. But, um, uh, you Know once again, we'll get it. We're gonna find our way back into this whole idea of litmus test for for fandom, uh, as we go. But uh,
0: well, it's almost like if you wanted to buy a ticket at some point, you have to take an online quiz. Um, <laughs> you know, are, are you geeky enough to attend our event? And I'm like, I, I don't remember taking must, any of that. Must be this geeky to get on this I, ride.
2: I don't know that it'll be the same draw though, because you know. For people that are relative comic novices like my husband and I, the only thing he looks for at Comic Con are the boobs. Um, so that's why he appreciates. Well, something's yeah. got
1: to get you in the door. Well, well true. lots of well, us boobs true. do attend, so but that's probably saying, not what he's looking at.
2: If we had to have a little test to, you know, determine how nerdy art style. Uh, We would probably limit some of the scenery that's positive there. You know, I don't want to compare it to the Renaissance Festival directly, but. (laughs) Well, what kills me
0: is is the thoughts of we were born this way. Yeah. I'm like, last time I checked, I had to learn a lot. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, growing up, you know, it's not like you just, you know, I don't fit in well. So instantly I know the entire back catalog of X-Men. You know, it's that that doesn't really happen that way. So, True. how do you criticize someone who doesn't know about something and, and, and who is there now to go, Man, that looks badass. Mm-hmm. Tell the, me about that. The
1: sheer diversity of, of, of what is available to us for entertainment comic books, films, Star Wars, Star Trek, television now is just, everything. There's a billion the, properties the, everywhere. You know, the Flash, Daredevil's about to be on TV. There's lots of stuff. And if one person's only into one thing, oh well, right. oh well, you know, uh, somebody comes dressed as uh, Indiana Jones, who loves the films but doesn't know anything about X-Men.
2: He's got the same kind of money, spins just uh, well, like everybody Well, again, else
1: we, we need to we need to be embraced the larger crowd, it seems to me. That's right. Although well, I need to point out that as of last week, Indiana Jones is now officially known as Massachusetts Jones.
2: He just doesn't want to be
1: associated with that state.
2: <laughs> I wonder why.
1: I, you know, I'm not going to bring it up.
2: Huh.
1: Well, we could, but, you know, that's all we talk about.
2: He's so polite.
1: I, I Perhaps, <laughs> but not, not politically correct. No. Or politely correct, yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, um, I say welcome the con season. Look forward to seeing everybody show up. Sure. As many people as possible who want to come and play should come and play. Mm-hmm. cause or otherwise.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, and the funny thing is, you know, when, when WonderCon starts it off in Anaheim, which, you know, is going to be wonderful. And, uh, it, you know, sometimes while we have some of the greatest and best weather in the world, Phoenix Comic Con at the end of May, it's the last weekend of May this year. It's also um,
1: the last weekend. It's really great weather here in Phoenix. I think. I, you know, usually we're beyond really great weather yeah, at that point. Never. I seem to remember sweating a whole lot last year. Well, I'm watching you right now sweat a whole lot. So,
0: well, I am a large, sweaty mammal, um, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, actually actually not. Uh, Well, I used to be. So we'll keep. We'll keep. I still identify. Um, but you know, that when, when I was at Phoenix's last year, and every time I go, I'm always amazed that, that so many people will, I, I, I'm a creature of having to know how to adapt. You know, um, when I moved to Arizona all those years ago, you know, my, my, um, outfits changed from black rather quickly to (laughs) something cooler. And I can't imagine, hey, I want to go to a four day long, amazing pop culture event. And for those four days, I'm going to wear everything possible that will make me sweat, stink, and block up an aisle. That sounds like a damn fine time to me.
1: That sounds like an agenda for a number of folks, but (laughs) (laughs) that's neither here nor there. Um, Well, again, bring it on. We have our big show, and our Phoenix Con gets bigger every year. Last year, I think they clocked over the four days. Upwards of 75,000 people, which uh, I think makes the Phoenix show third or fourth uh, most attended after San Diego, Dallas, and Chicago.
2: That's pretty sweet. Yeah. We're yeah, growing. It, it, so
1: it's it's on the map. It's it's practically, you know, one of the only places on the map that big. So it's a great thing.
2: I would have never and known. A great,
1: and a well-run show, Phoenix Comic Con
0: nice tremendously well and and you know the 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 funny thing is is you know going back to the discussion of cosplayers and everything Phoenix is one of the first places that you will start seeing people wearing the least amount of costume um, you know <laughs> mm-hmm. um, both for good and bad you know whether you, but you will also yes. damn the weather see people dressed in wool overcoats
1: and long scarves and uh, felt uh, fedoras to cosplay Doc, uh, Doctor Who right uh Boy, nothing smells better than than wet wool.
0: Uh,
2: I pity their dry cleaner.
0: I have been caught in a hallway at a really unadvantaged <laughs> bad timing. Let's just say Light. that I you know, you kinda of go to old school, you know, you go back to what they used to do in the Middle Ages instead. You want to stuff some clothes, uh, mm-hmm. you know, into some oranges and a napkin and just walk around <laughs> sniffing all the time. Years
1: oh. ago when the Chicago con was just getting started, they uh, the PBS station had been running the earliest days of Doctor Who. So up to and including Tom Baker, the one who wore the fedora, the oh, yeah, long, doctor, colorful, my doctor. stark uh, uh, scarf, and the wool overcoat. And so the uh, Chicago Con was in the main floor of the hotel. And they put on a experimental an exploratory con for Doctor Who fans
2: mm-hmm.
1: on the second floor. Now, this is Chicago in the first week of July. Sticky. Which is... Very sticky, very you know, 98 degrees and 114 percent humidity. Uh, guys in wool overcoats, scarves, hats, the wigs too, which can't have helped. Oh my
2: god!
1: Um, and the uh, the air conditioning maxed out at the hotel, and uh, everyone everyone was uncomfortable. Oy. But you would have scenes as we did for real. People coming down the staircase in their full-time baker outfit. Dropping like wet sacks of cement. Mm-hmm. We sent nine people to the hospital. Oy they had uh, what we now call EMTs on standby to revive the ones <laughs> who didn't need to go.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: And once again, I'd rather spend time after a rainstorm in a dog kennel
2: than, <laughs>
1: than in that hotel lobby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Nice. So
1: anyway, please, I guess what we're saying here is cosplayers, be Take prudent. A shower. Well, no, you don't have to take a shower, but be prudent. <laughs> yes, you do have to take you a shower. You have
2: to right. shower. Gold Bond no, has no, spray now. It's wonderful. We can
1: say, please take a shower.
2: Yes, please shower.
1: Even in Phoenix, I think we're still a little ways from being able to legislate well, it, but we'll work on it.
2: Your swallows are welcome, but you, know, you got to try to keep it fresh. That's all I'm saying. Please, please do. I will do. remain a spectator of the cosplays for For those of us 100%. who
1: normally wash it, you're right. We forget. Yes. We forget. Well, we'll move on i uh another thing that i noticed <laughs> this week was uh hbo ran their uh, their their big revelatory uh movie on the truth behind scientology
2: my favorite color going clear there you go yes.
1: although plaid clear kind of nice too you're right i think you have to admit anyway it's it as weird as we thought it was mm-hmm. it you know it, it comes off as funny on top of it as well not always intentionally, kind of a, a lot of it is scary. But the one thought I have, and we'll throw this out there just to talk about shouldn't Scientology have more geeks involved? Because, you know, their whole backstory is they come from another planet, I think. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, among this going clear is the pulling of invisible aliens from the from Tom Cruise and others. <laughs> the
2: <With>
0: Thetans, <laughs> yeah. The Thetans, is thetans, that it? Yeah, I, mean, I haven't even aliens? seen it. I know a lot about them and the well, Thetans that are in Well, there the you aliens. go. I remember
1: I remember the mm-hmm. the Thetans from the four minutes of uh, of John Travolta's adaptation of the science fiction novel written by L. Ron Hubbard. Battlefield right. Earth. Battlefield Earth. Yep, that's, um,
0: that's actually I started reading, Hubbard. Not
1: the worst film I ever watched because I really only looked at four minutes of it. <laughs> but it seems to me, uh, apart from that movie, which probably would have scared off Everyone. Um, there's a lot of science fiction cred to this religion. Where are the geeks? Why are they not all over this
0: thing? I, I think that's kind of the point,
1: is, yeah. is that we know. <laughs> um, I'll be People who are into science fiction like good science fiction, I think, is what you're saying.
0: Well, uh, you know, the, the funny thing is, is like... Um, I started reading Elron Hubbard when I was in high school because he was a pulp writer. He was, and you know, I'm a bit. I, I, Robert Heinlein is my absolute favorite writer, and so Elron um, is kind of similar type vein, you know, very pulpy, very old and, school man. Early
1: enough that he might have even had some influence, for all we know.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and and so you know, I, I the, the funny thing is, I read so much in high school that. Um, the librarian got tired of me reading their entire library. Well, all librarians are hate people was, coming in and reading. It was so weird. I know, but she was like, you know what, you do this too often here, read this one. And was she this gave me in Oklahoma? Earth. Yeah, it was not Oklahoma. Well, you were it's, just showing up? It off. might have, yeah, right. exactly. It kind of was.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, she gave me Battlefield Earth because it was over 800 pages. This should hold you for a while. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not so much? <laughs> no, it took me less than a week, but, oh. you know, uh, I had schoolwork and everything. Well, you um, were showing off. A little bit. Yeah, A little bit, yeah. Uh, little bit, yeah. So... It, I read uh, Battlefield Earth and then I read, I forget what the 10-part series was, uh, what the name of that one was. It was really, I I enjoyed it. It's very, very old school, very, you know, um, archetype, um, you know, manly man versus Weasley man, um, which is very, very much uh, L. Ron's thing. And so when I went in the Navy, um, I knew about Scientology and, and what he had done. And so when I went in the Navy, I was in Hawaii and there was a church of Scientology there. Were you a manly man while you were in the Navy? Um. I was still I was still a young nerd. I was still trying to figure out what I was. I had no idea what I was at the at time. Least you, as long as you weren't a Weasley man. No, I wasn't a Weasley man. That that's sounds like many. a Harry Potter reference, and right. I could be wrong. Ron
2: Weasley? There you go.
0: Yeah. Were
2: you top bunk
0: or bottom bunk? Uh, Top.
2: Awesome. Uh, I got
0: another story about that that may not be appropriate, but it's a funny one. <laughs> I bet it is. Um, just the fact that you were top is all we want to know. Well, I'm always on top. That's just how this rolls.
2: Um,
1: but anyway... I'm going clear as we speak. Uh, well, it's better than going a different direction. No, don't so go there. Please okay. avoid that. Um,
0: but I went to the Church of Scientology, and it was in this. And you go down, and the very first thing was this big bust of L. Ron Hubbard, um, and a bookstore. And they it's a big bookstore, and they take you in, and they get you to take these tests, and then they take you in, and you watch um, this. Um, uh, you know, to, to see how unclear you are. I forget what the term is, but. Um, uh, and then they take you into a room uh, and make you watch a movie uh, where it, it's basically <laughs> Jesus casting out the money changers, except it's L. Ron Hubbard casting out the psychiatrist.
1: Oh, so that's the kind of movie it is. Yeah, it is. It was, do you like
0: movies about gal- gladiators, young men? Yeah, exactly. No. Like, you ever seen a grown man naked? Uh, <laughs> so... They say, show you this movie about L. Ron Hubbard and and about, you know, how he drove out the psychiatrist and this is what's really <laughs> wrong. And, you know, he's proven all the psychiatrists that they're all charlatans and liars and his way is the way. And I was sitting there and I'm, you know, I was I think I was 18 or 19 at the time, um, you know, nerd, smart kid. And I'm sitting here going this is psychiatry. The whole thing, sitting there talking to someone, holding on to your e-meter as you talk about your past that screwed you up and working through it. That's called psychiatry, kids. It just added in an extra thingy. Um, yep. well, it didn't, clear, it, you know,
1: clearly, they were they were setting it up as competition.
0: Well, you know, it, it was so funny. And as I walked out of there, because they were like, oh, you want to come back from home? I'm like, I'm good. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, because I walk out of there and I look at the statue of L. Ron Harbor and I'm like, man, you made yourself a god. Rock on with your badass self, dude. Uh, well,
1: you know that's the thing. Is a man was a fiction. He was writer. a
0: fiction writer. He's a science fiction writer. A, He's got yeah, a religion wrote, about aliens, for God's sake. He
1: wrote everything. He wrote westerns. He wrote mysteries. He wrote a lot of science fiction. Mm-hmm. And I've never read any of the modern stuff. I have read some of his pulp stuff. He wasn't the greatest. He wasn't the worst. No, he, he was, was inventive as as all get out. Um He's, and I'm assuming he invented most of this.
0: He it, he made himself a god, and I actually have a book that's actually been pulled and banned for a long time. It was written by his son um, because the Church in Scientology was able to get it shut down. Um, I actually have it back in my library back there, and um, he goes for all of you where
1: and... the camera is now tilting towards his library.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we'll it's just, the fourth let's take book a tri- on the left. Um, but it's it's <laughs> it's funny. It's a really interesting story because he, he talks about. The Sea Corps. He talks about everything his father did. How they developed the entire um, the entire religion. Why they made it a religion because of tax purposes um, <laughs> and to not be touched by the government because if it was a religious entity, they couldn't be touched.
1: They couldn't be taxed anyhow.
0: Uh, well, it's more more censored, or, or exactly, right. you know, because you know he had his his sea uh, his uh, his uh, little navy of um, girls and guys that uh, were there to uh, you know take care of his desires and such. It's a Interesting thing. And I'm like, y'all have fun with that. Enjoy your... Apparently enjoy they idea. did. Yeah.
1: They're still giving the man birthdays 30 years after he died. So mm-hmm. all very interesting stuff. And so completely off topic that it becomes its own topic. And that's a good thing.
2: Yeah.
1: I would like... I uh, think we should uh, inaugurate what may or may not become a regular feature, depending on how well Amanda does with it today. But uh it's all on asking you. people what... What is your guilty pleasure? What is a guilty pleasure? Please
0: share. I have
2: several. um, But the one (laughs) I wanted to talk about today, I always have guilty pleasures that I kind of keep on the down low because, you know, my nerd may not be as strong as others. Um, But my guilty pleasure right now is, um, sadly, I have to admit that I watched the Fifty Shades of Grey movie. Um, I did so because it's the topic of a lot of controversy. I read the book, which... Personally, I hated. Um, oh, no. the, All the more reason to go see the movie. Writing Absolutely. skills were awful. Um, I can't tell you how many times she used the word impassive. I wanted to send her a thesaurus so she could find a synonym for the stinking word. Um, but you know, <laughs> try just, impactful. Right, something. I'm like, there are other so ways that you can describe it. It's driving me nuts, but I read the book. It's got a lot of controversy around it, so I like to go and watch everything that there's controversy around because I want to see what's the big deal.
1: So, is is one of the controversies around Fifty Shades of Grey that the movie itself is in color?
2: Uh, yeah, because that
1: think, just confuses me.
2: Yeah, the color did throw it off a bit. Like yeah. I would have been, like, I think, more aroused if the whole thing was in black and white. They should have done uh, like
1: Sin City. And even if the red room of
2: pain should have been red, everything else black and white.
1: Mm-hmm. Even so, is uh, Gray is the name of a character. Is that yes, the, Christian Is that gray. the pun of the title?
2: I, I think so. Fifty Shades of Gray. He's got 50 personalities, which I only saw two, but that's okay.
1: And what's the word you wanted to get rid of forever?
2: Impassive.
1: Impassive.
2: Yes. I okay. am, as in Mary, P-A-S-S-I-V-E. I would like that word to die. A very <laughs> it- slow and painful death.
1: Well, that's not at all impassive of you to say.
2: No, it's not because I am showing emotion.
1: Which impassive would
2: imply that I'm not showing any. But that word is
1: awful. I'm uh, guessing that, that that this is S and M. Is that? I mean, that's what I'm gathering. You
2: know, it's supposed to it's,
1: be, or is it prettied up? Or, it,
2: it's, um, it's diet S and M. It's
0: actually diet. It's, it's <laughs> at, it, it, I, I'll be honest with you. The, with yeah, half of the wounds, the the BDSM community actually is is very unhappy about this book. Um, and they're in touch and, with you about this. You know, there there's enough there's enough news out there if you know the dark corners of the internet. Mm-hmm. um and you know that it, it, it is it's it's much more um it's much uh, more focused on abuse than um consensual um uh you know adults enjoying each other in in, in new and painful ways mm-hmm. <laughs> um it's uh it, it is very uh, it, it's not popular um and and everything that i've seen i would have to agree it is not you know a a, a good positive um you know if you know enough people in that type of lifestyle you'll know that there's a lot of positive things that come out of it and that is not a positive movie at no, all
2: that movie in the book is all about mental manipulation exactly Um she submits to things unwillingly just because she's afraid of losing him which is just it's like all the signs of mental abuse in there like but it's maybe, i'm maybe assuming it's that extreme, it's
1: romantic I, abuse because i keep hearing from different
2: Angles eh, that people,
1: some people find it romantic, but in, not in a obviously not it. in a healthy way.
0: Well, you know, I mean, we all have our, you know, everything in, in a in a in a housewife's head, you know, that seems like to, would be wonderful, um, you know, in a reality situation would not be good at all. I have you know? no yeah.
1: idea where you find the inside of a housewife's head, so we, we probably
0: don't need to generalize. Yeah, probably any to any, of our it our head it any of oh, our heads, uh, any of our heads. It's like a pistachio. Yeah,
2: I mean it's it (laughs) wasn't very interesting at all. The books I've read books that are ten times worse than that ever was, and I don't really know. By worse,
1: you mean more interesting? Uh, Well, more interesting,
2: definitely darker uh, than that book is. And you know, I don't. If some people want to talk about how violent that is, they need to read some of and well, rice's uh, it's about dom- as you say
1: books, it's about abuse right. about dominance
2: it is dominance and abuse and he's clearly got some issues he hasn't worked through yet yeah and it's about dominance it's issues. mental manipulation he's, just and really he's a millionaire yes billionaire or something yeah. he's a bored billionaire with oh. tons of issues that he has not worked through yet if you read the book you know their mommy is just issues. for
1: social interaction i try to avoid becoming a bored millionaire yeah
2: I mean he's, I owe it. You're he's welcome, got some ladies. hobbies which I respect I respect his hobbies he tries to be an interesting guy but you know for someone who's supposed to be 50 shades he's really only two and, you know, <laughs> and, and, two or three
0: right. ultimately and, and you know I haven't read it so I, I can't really uh, oh, save but, your time but ultimately the, the main thing I hear is it was based on um, you know twilight fan fiction it was twilight well, fan that fiction alone. that's was true
2: enough to make me want to not read it but it's the yeah, controversy yeah. around it yeah. You've
0: taken something awful and made it even more awful. It's, How It's, a, it's so crap that twice removed. Exactly. Well, it's like, it's like, it's like filtered down crap. You know, it's like condensed down to the core elements of boy, this is awful. Now it's a movie. It's, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's crystal crack. Twilight
2: mm-hmm. lost me at sparkly vampire. I got through like maybe four pages of the first Twilight book. This one at least had enough darkness that I read the whole thing. I was just really pissed at how many times I heard the word impassive.
0: I, there was a bunch of funny posts <laughs> that I was reading on the internet that talked about they were they were made up things, but I still like them. And I, feel, I think they probably would have made the book better if, if impassive was on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite one that I read was he uh, pushed me by my hair into the butt room. <laughs> and I'm like all I know now is I need a butt room. <laughs> pushed me by my pushed me by my hair into the butt room.
2: No. Uh, Dark and evil.
0: I'm try, <laughs> trying to see if I can push her hair. But no, I don't think I have that. tried. <laughs> and yeah. I'm still trying to determine what a butt room is, but God knows I need one now.
2: Uh, maybe that's our next. I think
0: it's just the way you buy your pants. I could Google be wrong.
2: image search, butt room. Butt room. Maybe it's just full of assless chaps. I don't know. <laughs> so just all things. By nature, actually, out. all
0: chaps are assless. So.
1: And, yeah. and to a certain degree, there's an awful lot of assless chaps who show up to cons. But
2: I don't need to drag <laughs> us back there. I was thinking more of the Pride Festival with the Leather Daddies, but okay. Hell well, that's too, yeah. much on, that's too much on the nose. <laughs> that's what she said. As it
1: were. There is, there is no subtlety in that context. <laughs> there is, that. is no subtlety whatsoever in that context. My apologies. So not romantic.
2: No, it's an awful book. Nothing
0: groundbreaking.
2: Boring. No, it's... A snort but best. they've already
0: done. They've already signed on for like three other movies or something because of the opening weekend. And,
2: and in full
1: color
0: once again. Yes. In full color. Right. No. No would logic be at all.
2: More visually I'm going to give.
0: We should give. You know. Do you, you know. Let's call up Rodriguez. Let's see. <laughs> hey, can you pick up for?
1: Right. Could you? Could you at least uncolorize this thing? Mm-hmm. That'd be amazing. The Turner <laughs> Studios could
0: handle that. And then Danny Trejo me. just walks into in the middle of them and just chops their heads off with a machete I'm like that. A I would way watch. better movie.
2: That would make my day. This wow. one was a waste of a ticket. The head. real movie, and
1: thumbs down.
2: Yeah.
1: The imaginary movie,
2: thumbs up. Yeah, absolutely. Thumbs way up. All right.
0: That's what he said.
2: Uh-huh. Way up. Let us transition. That tickles. You okay. better
0: because I was going back to an assless chaps uh, joke with that
1: one. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, you have to be assless to wear assless chaps. <laughs> All the chaps are. They just don't have a seat. Right? I see I what did. you did there. Mr. Mm-hmm. Picky. Mm-hmm. Oh, yuck. <laughs> And as the world turns. <laughs>
2: oh, my gosh. Welcome so now, to
1: issue
0: one, by the way.
2: <laughs> right. Or
1: episode one. Eh, if, you, if you're reading this at home, it's an issue. I like yeah. it. We exactly. all have the issues. The fact that we're doing issue it. issue one. You're right. We have whole subscriptions. I do. We don't have issues.
2: Lifetime subscription.
1: Some people have back issues, but mm-hmm. then we shave and it's okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Now I feel weird transitioning into wax. a serious conversation. I made it awkward. I'm sorry. No. Well,
2: no. again. <laughs> that's in our nature. You
1: implied, I think, is way you know.
2: The awkward is what keeps it bam-tastical.
1: Bam-tastical. <laughs> bam-tastical. Bam-tastical. We
2: revel in our awkwardness, and I think that's okay.
1: I I don't think we have any choice, but.
2: That's true.
1: Uh, I said but again, so there we are. That <laughs> was an assless butt, or a buttless ass. I don't know.
2: They all work.
0: We'll move on. There's so many titles for this episode now.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, th- just make it a whole bunch of tags.
2: That's right. Hashtag
1: buttless chaps.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Unless somebody wants a serious conversation about, well, then they can just fast let's, go. Let's, let's Let's change it up. Let's let's get. No, I said it. someone who follows a hashtag assless chaps to this will not find it, you know, serious or cultural.
0: I'll tell you what. I'll I put a picture feel like of we me were... up in my chaps. For the for, on the website for the episode, and that way they can fulfill that need because I all the more people running in, in the other direction. I am a biker and I do own chops.
2: Nice, and you're here to fulfill some fantasies that may be a little more, ladies
0: and gentlemen. My booty,
2: Ding. you make it sparkle. <laughs>
1: I, I just threw up a little in my mouth. <laughs>
2: That's what they that feed me was.
0: like a baby bird. <laughs> <laughs> And this is why uh, we need to do it yeah. on video. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the red in your face is adorable. I think oh, I Brian. broke Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I heart you, Mike. Take a deep breath. <laughs> Count to ten.
1: Oh, that's right, breathing. Butterflies, <laughs> rainbows, no, things I'm that good. are not
2: Mike's ass in chaps. Oh,
1: you're perfect. welcome. I brought it back, brought it back again. Perfect.
2: <laughs> perfect.
1: Well, now I feel like we need another buffer.
2: A cleansing breath.
1: A cleansing breath. 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 <laughs> breath. So, Mike, as I understand it, you have a Kickstarter coming up.
0: We do. We do. Um, um,
1: why not tell us about it? All right. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so. Just treat it as though we haven't already heard about this Ad Nauseam. Well, yeah, sadly, anybody that's in <laughs> Actually, everything me, I'm hearing today is Ad Nauseam, but that's another thing I'll
0: do. I, I, am, I am nauseam expiring. That's kind of my thing. Please, talk about. Uh, yeah, so we're doing a Kickstarter launches on uh, April 15th um, for Blood and Dust, the Life, of Unde- Life and Undeath of Judd Glenny, and it's going to be for issue number two. Uh, we had our very first one last year um, in May uh, that we funded successfully and delivered on time for um, October's release. Um, so we actually delivered on time. And um, this one is a lot different. We're really excited. Um, the, the book has completely um, changed the way it looks. Um, you know, the,
1: uh, You've know hired a new artist.
0: We have. We have. We hired uh, Roy Alan Martinez, who is um, absolutely amazing. Um, the, the, I really don't think we could have gotten anybody better for this. I, I really wouldn't. Uh, the stuff anyway.
1: looks, it looks great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then we added color. Uh, which... <laughs> a lot of that going around. Mm-hmm. There is. You know, it's funny. You know, when we started the book, we had no intention of doing color. Um, you, know, we, you know, being a couple of independent guys paying for this out of our pocket, you know, color was a lot more than we had intended to do. Um, but then you realize you're doing a vampire book, and it's awful hard to tell night and day in black and white. Um, That's why they make Shades of Grey. Yeah, exactly. Fifty of them, in fact. Yeah. Many more than
1: that. (laughs) You're buying Copic markers.
2: Thank God.
0: Um, Yeah, so, you know, now we got it with Raymond. Uh, Raymond Lee's doing it. You may know him from Avengers and X-Men and and other incredible um, titles. And he just took it to a whole completely different level for us. So we're super excited.
1: And uh, you have a website.
0: We do. We do. Uh, NightshadeComics.com. Um, it's actually going up uh, here um, in the next couple of days. Um, and, uh, you know, we have our store um, at uh, NightshadeComics.StoreEnvy.com. Um, but, you know, more importantly, getting a hold of Issue um, 2 um, during the Kickstarter. We're going to have so many um, great rewards. Um,
1: so will you link to your uh, Kickstarter from uh, your Facebook? From- yeah. From nightshade.com yep, as yep. well.
0: Nightshade.com will be, uh, nightshadecomics.com will be having uh, links from there, from our Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram, um, anything and everything. Will and, be,
2: and,
1: uh, and since we mentioned it here, six or eight people may actually check in.
0: That's how, yeah, you know, yeah. six or eight. I'll start there. You okay. Start there.
2: Yeah. Every good. little
1: bit counts. Every little bit counts. Mm-hmm. I'd like that on a t-shirt. I can make it
2: happen.
1: Thank
0: you. It'll be tiny. <laughs> It'll be tiny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what she said.
2: <laughs> I see what you did there. Actually, <laughs> she,
0: she did. Mm. She did. Once again. Made it awkward.
2: No.
1: <laughs> More about Amanda.
2: You're blushing. I'm not. I
1: can't possibly be blushing now. <laughs> I might be blushing about blushing.
2: There you go. Little smack will do that.
1: And also about the blush that I'm
2: oh, wearing. Oh, cute. Yeah, thanks. That's adorable.
1: It's adorable. I'm adorable.
2: Huggable, even. Well,
1: not so far. <laughs> so we move on. I think uh, to our big, serious subject. Um, without trying to label it, I'll, I'll simply start with the, with a the new, uh, the new thing happening that reminds me very much of lots of old stuff. Uh, a couple weeks back, uh, DC uh, released, in the midst of their Joker month, uh, cover. Uh, event, cover, stunt, whatever it is, uh, released an image from the Batgirl comic uh, of a alternate cover, which was very, uh, actually, exquisitely done in terms of the art by Raphael Albuquerque,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, who has done an awful lot of the Bat-related material. He's done Batman, Detective, Robin, etc., etc.
0: American Vampire. American That's
1: Vampire's right. most recent uh, credit. But uh, he did a great job of doing this Batgirl uh, alternate cover that summoned uh, very evocatively the killing joke, which uh, set off a bunch of uh, hand grenades, I guess, uh, amongst the fan community in general and certainly amongst the community of women comic fans who found the uh, the depiction of a, of a cowed, tied up, and uh, blood-smeared Batgirl to be at, at the hands of the Joker to be offensive, which started a lot of, uh, of heat, no big surprise, amongst the various and sundry co- conversation sites connected to comic news and culture. And eventually, um, which then, again, as is too sadly the case, led to threats of violence against those who didn't like the stuff. And also lots of that. If you don't like the stuff, stop reading comics, girls. You know, the mm-hmm. the He-Man Women's Haters Club uh, mm-hmm. came mm-hmm. out. Um, but that also led to some real violence, real threats of violence. No real violence, I should make that clear. led to actual physical threats against the women and uh, men who were offended by the cover.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Which led Raphael, who is a gentleman and a great artist, to ask D.C. to withdraw the cover, which then led D.C. to withdrawing the cover and then stoke the fire even higher amongst those who blame the women for ruining their, fa- their fandom, for uh, you know being politically correct, for being, you know, allowing it for D.C. for allowing this, quote unquote, censorship, uh, etc. Now, there's all sorts of ways to see it. But, uh, you know, Raphael didn't respond out of, a, out of any threat to him, although there was that rumor. He responded because anyone being threatened over his cover made him recognize this is being taken very seriously. Perhaps it's not the greatest cover for this book. And again, further disclosure then would be the book has become very much a mid-teen girl favorite. The You know, new girl fans, women fans are following the the new approach. Um, This thing was no longer, this cover was not as gorgeous as it was as well as was executed. It wasn't really appropriate for the audience that the book now enjoys, uh, which is frankly larger than the the book has enjoyed since its launch. So this new direction following, you know, Ms. Marvel and a couple of other books uh, were basically they're acknowledging and welcoming uh, younger female readership, probably wouldn't get the context of The Killing Joke and would have been shocked to find something that serious on the cover, that graphic as well. So I know that that's ignited a whole a whole storm. Um, to me, in a lot of ways, it's the latest iteration of, you know, trying to chase the girls out of the clubhouse. Um you know, like I say, that people refer to it as a political, politically correct position, which is sort of a go-to for, I don't want to be that sensitive, stop trying to force it, mm-hmm. uh, to refer to this as censorship. The artist asked the company not to run it. There was no governing body that stepped in and said, hey, none of that.
0: Right. Right.
1: It was online. Lots of people see it, saw it, can still see it. Um, they have other alternate covers. I just want to mention this because, again, there does seem to be a certain trend as we welcome more female fans into geek culture, um, that there is a very resistant strain of old culture, I guess, um, that seems to bristle at the idea of having to share. At the very least, let me put it that way. Yeah. Any thoughts? Anybody?
2: Well, I know that, you know, there's a lot of talk about wanting Batgirl to be less grim um than she was in the past to help and they've achieved that follow you know and make sure that we're getting those teen readers but at the same time um you know to me this isn't just about her being a victim because obviously if you read batgirl you know that she was able to overcome these things right and i think from some people that yeah they will see her as a victim but others will see, okay, she was victimized in this way that just by looking at the cover, you know, it's horrible. She's crying. She's terrified.
1: And she's got um, blood smeared across she her face. She's got blood
2: smeared across her face. Is clearly dripping down. Um, you know, despite this happening to her, she's able to overcome and she becomes a heroine. So, you know, in, for some people, it might shut them down and turn them off of the series. I think for others that have been victimized, um, this would be a way for them to identify with a character that they love being victimized to. And if she was able to come back from something this traumatic, then maybe I can too, because there's a lot of talk about rape and rape it, culture right now.
1: But in a way, this sort yeah. of undoes any of that ground, any of that progress.
2: It very well could. It sort of
1: undoes the lesson if there was one. Mm-hmm. I, you I can
2: see both points there, but you know. It
1: unempowers I, yeah. the character.
2: Well, She came through it either way.
1: Well, again, the cover is, is just the cover. It's not yep. reflected by story
2: content. And there's an alternate. So they're not repeating. Yeah. They're not
1: repeating the storyline.
0: Yeah, yeah and if, if, the point of the whole cover was, you know, just like you said, it was the the Joker anniversary. It mm-hmm. was about the Joker. Yep. And one of his biggest stories that he ever had, um, with Batgirl, tying into that book. Yeah. You know, ultimately. I do think they made the right decision. It's not um, appropriate for that book right now because that book right now is geared at younger readers. has' yep. moved on and what its message is. You know for me, the art piece is brilliant. you know, mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. but I have a dark sensibility. I'm an adult. I've read the original, um, you know, and that, you it, get the context. Exactly. So it makes sense to me. I would love to have that as a print um, because mm-hmm. for me, I love that image. <laughs> and I think it's absolutely brilliant. But I understand that people, could be affected by it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make me need to lash out at them and say, you're stupid. Precisely. You don't get it. You know, you, there is no point to that. You know, if it affected somebody, it affected them. That's just really it. You know, well, you don't have to be offended at their trigger.
1: Right. Nor do you have to be offended by their offense. Um, the the cover itself, uh, I think innocently, because Raphael was... I think, not trying to push a lot of buttons. I think he was just doing a tribute to something he grew up enjoying. But there's a lot of buttons that are here. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is completely dominated. She is terrified. She is visibly terrified. She is crying. He's got a gun about half the size of his arm mm-hmm. dangling mm-hmm. over her shoulder. It's clearly complete subjugation.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: So it is a, a really grim, to say the very least,
0: Yeah, absolutely. image.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Frankly, despite um, whether it's a good package, it's not for the for the book and its tone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough to look at, even if you have darker sensibilities, because it does it does have a lot of darkness. Yeah, yeah. Adults can handle it. Adults who understand the context can handle it. Um, but if you're a new a new uh, reader, if you're uh, even if you're a new guy reader. This is fairly stark and.
0: uh, um, But let's not forget strong. Yeah, it is. But let's not forget that that wasn't the original.
1: Mm -hmm. No, it's not the original. It's neither here nor there. The fact that it's not the original
0: means it doesn't
1: need to go there.
0: Well, no. My point is, is that the original was less dark, less gritty. Oh, Mm -hmm. the company less obvious requested it to be more Oh, obvious. you mean the
1: Raphael's original Raphael's, not killing joke. Exactly. I seem to No, I'm so yeah.
0: Well, that's yeah, that's the story and it may be the case. And if yeah. that's the case, then you know, that's 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 the company not understanding the brand of the book that they are mm-hmm. currently putting out there. Well, I mean again, what we've
1: heard is that an that an editor asked him to go edgier. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know that this is a result of that of that push mm-hmm. or if Raphael simply didn't push. Mm-hmm. This could be I mean, as far as I know, he's he's you know, could be the original. This could be his years. original, for yeah. all we right. know. Yes, uh, th- there's no shortage of tone deafness. Well,
0: and okay. I think the other thing is, is if this would have come out in a um, in a pinup book that's you know 50 images of the Joker, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, uh, you know they've done with so many other things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, one of my favorites was uh, when they did um, all the different versions of Death um, from the Sandman, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if they would have yes. had 50 versions of Joker and and this image would have been in one of them, I don't think anybody would have said anything.
1: I, yeah. You know, as a, as a reference and a tribute to the original Killing Joke, if this had been on a graphic novel and not in an all-ages comic book. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Again, we're back to packaging, yep. tone, etc. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But the interesting thing, you know, is part of the thing that I thought was really fascinating is I read a, a blog post by a young lady who's went through some trauma um, and, and she was talking about how Um, because there's so much talk about this, um, Mm -hmm. it did trigger her, you know, it triggered memories for her. It triggered a trauma from her past. Mm -hmm. Um, but the funny thing is, is the outrage and the argument about it has brought it up far more than it would have ever happened to her. And her other key was, yeah, that's mine. That's me. I have to deal with this. You know, it's, it's really just my thing. And that's, that goes back to my original point. Just because someone else has a problem with something doesn't mean you have to have a problem with that person. That is a person, that is their opinion, that is their thing. Exactly right. You know, I mean, there was no giant push to change anything. There was no push to change legislation to where your laws are going to change. Nobody is going to the corporations that are Marvel and DC, also known as Warner Brothers and Disney, and and (laughs) saying, you guys have to make something about this. This is none of that. This is, I am mad that you are mad because I don't see anything wrong with this. And it's stupid that you do. And it's it's we've lost well, all sensibility towards that. And
1: if that. the young lady did find herself triggered memories, bad memories triggered, I'm not surprised because in complete it. tone deafness. The so much of the response, the threats that I was talking about were threats of rape, yeah, of of beatings, of right. attacks race. on
0: families, and mm. you know all the other I wonderful things. Suddenly, they, comic fandom became, you know, mafia wars. And this is where you really have to wonder: Is it comic fandom? Is it is it people that are you know, in their, in their twenties, in their thirties, or is it a bunch of children who, you know, are, are that because it's children, that's a childish behavior. Every type of I'll kill you and I'll rape your family. I, I, I don't know the last time I saw something that didn't come out of somebody still in junior high school. I can't speak for that. I don't know.
1: And that's, that's kind of, but there is about fandom, especially old school fandom, where arrested development is part of your admission fee.
0: Oh, absolutely. I, I would. I and would say I paid I my dues while you were I don't ago.
1: know. Obviously, these people, um, emboldened as as they are, as as everyone on the internet is by the anonymity of the internet.
0: Exactly. Oh, yeah. um, we don't know how old they can... were.
1: We don't know how young they were. I would suggest that some of the threats I read were a bit sophisticated. Is the wrong word. Well, complex, complex. <laughs> no complex, uh, people who have at least some awareness of what would humiliate a woman. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, somebody like Mr. Gray perhaps. No. Yeah. Um, because the, the only response, it went literally from zero to a million Yes. over, you know, overnight where it went from, you don't like it. Well, I'll come to your house and kill you. Yeah. Which, of course, is no matter who it is, fans or otherwise.
2: And it's ridiculous.
0: It's
1: exactly the right response to literature.
0: Mm. Well, and, it, you know, it, it, we've seen it so often. It's so many things. And once again, it's people cannot control, for whatever reason, the things that our parents may have taught us about, you know, you know, words can only you know get along with others. Get along with others. You know, sticks and stones may bake my bones. You know, yeah. it's like. The problem is, is that, you know, some of your words are actually very harmful and and scary. And, you know, it's went to Gamergate where we have all these, you know. um, Well, you
1: mentioned Gamergate. I wonder how much of this, like Gamergate, is about territory. Territory passion for things that you well, love. Well, you passion over territory, really, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's our
0: ground. We, we don't want to share that ground. How dare you
2: change my medium. It's so
0: weird because, you know, when I was a young man, when I was a teenager and stuff, I would have killed to found female gamers and female geeks and right? and play a game of D&D with a girl. You could have, <laughs> you <know? laughs> oh, you could oh have said, God. I can have my geek and a social life, too. It would have, You know, that's the funny thing is that's what these kids don't understand is yeah. that there is... A, you if it's kids, uh, well, you know, but we'll just, we'll just hope that it is. I'm gonna have to do that I because that the only is. way I can deal with people is to to have to. to, to just, well, it's just that, kids, they know, gotta be kids because yeah. if it's an adult, that is not a
1: no. yeah. Well, I mean, but keep in mind the, the, the touch point of Killing Joke. I'm not saying that it hasn't been regularly available, but it is not a current kids' book. A lot of the ground that's been violated by these complaints, it seems to me from reading the complaint, reading the responses, is this is the way it's always been. Yeah. How dare you? uh, How dare you change our stuff? That's not a kid's complaint. Kids are not quite as fully vested in their thing. Yeah. And I'd love to believe that kids. Yeah. Everywhere have grown up as mine have with a little more equilibrium about equality.
0: Well, you know, the thing, and and this is interesting, and, and it, it brings me back to a time when I remember myself as a younger man, you know, when I was, um, you know, <laughs> I, I, my de- my geek is old. You know, I'm 45 now, um, so everybody understands that, you know, I was born in 69. Um, the um, For me growing up, I didn't understand women, or girls, I should say. But now you do? Um, Better, okay. Better, um, you know. I I, you. I, I didn't. I hardly dated. I had one girlfriend in high school. Um, you know, I went in the navy and and that, you know had no relationships there. I got and out probably started, for the best. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, you know at least here
1: at least here in Arizona well yeah. right.
0: in the Navy <laughs> um, so uh, you know I mean it, it, I was in my early 20s and I, I had a lot of rage I had a lot because this is understand how could they not like me I'm the nice guy I'm the funny guy and it's that whole thing that we have all grown up with they like the jerks you know they like the good-looking guy cuz I was mm-hmm. a large guy you know all these other things and, and it,
1: it, it wasn't my fault
0: No, I, I get it you know well you know it's hard to compete against you Brian you set the precedent I know um, <laughs> But that's the thing is eventually you, you learned, you met some girls, you you know, you know, listen to some music that helped you understand, wow, they kind of go through the same stuff. The, the amount of my friends that I've known over my life that have suffered some sort of abuse by a man is disgusting and angry to me. It, it just drives me insane. And and that's the thing is, is the thing that you see from these people that are making these threats, these things that they're saying aren't from anything other than i really don't understand you and i don't understand you your your people your thoughts and i'm so angry with that because you are, are it's it's your fault that that the one thing because i had to go to because women didn't understand me and now you're invading that and i cannot stand that so i will kill you well <clears throat> almost all prejudice all bigotry comes from fear fair and mm-hmm. ignorance yeah yeah that's, that's exactly what it is and that's that's what all these things are fear and ignorance and, and rage at at something that you don't understand, so the only thing I got to go to is hate. Sad. And you know what, for all of my understanding that I you can't forgive it. No, you, you can't. And the only thing you can do is keep trying to help them understand that you can't do this. This is not okay anymore. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: that 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 a, a death threat or a threat of rape is in any way a negotiating tool. Yeah. Uh, of course, they're not interested in negotiating even without threats. Right.
2: There's it's no, my
1: way or, or the
0: highway.
2: There's no rational thinking here.
0: And the other thing is, though, is, you know, getting to sit behind a computer screen and a keyboard, you know, I mean, it's and it's been uh, joked about forever, you know, uh, Jay the, and Silent the Bob. The best mask of all. Yeah. Of I mean, course. if you remember Jay and Silent Bob strike back, they went and, um, you know, went in search of their internet um, people that were attacking them and everything. I mean, it's been going on forever. That's awesome. And, um that's the that's the thing, the anonymity. I I remember hearing a story and I don't know if it's true or not, but it's a it's a damn good story if it's not, um, where there was an MMA fighter that somebody was trolling him on Twitter. Um, you know, and, and just, you know, saying death threats and I'll kick your ass and all these other wonderful things and you know, and this is a, a pretty big MMA fighter. Guess who found out where homie lived? And starts <laughs> tweeting, I'm on your street, this is what the front of your house looks like as little little Twitter warrior starts mm-hmm. begging, please don't come to my house, please don't do this, and that's kind of the thing, you know. There's a lot of people in this world. There's a lot of people in this world threatening my wife. That's a whole different deal, Jack, or my mm-hmm. daughter,
1: or anybody that
0: I mm-hmm. care about. Yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, these kids are going to find one day they're going to find the wrong person on the wrong day, and that's they're going to really regret a lot of
1: things. And frankly, even if uh, a lot of these women didn't have champions, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'll find a lot of women terri- that to whip your ass. I would ass
0: be too. terrified of, of ticking off my daughter's. Let me make make it clear. I don't need to whip your ass on behalf of my wife. She'll take your ass. There out. you go.
2: That's why wearethebomb dot com. That's right. You see me on an angry day. You know. It's also
1: why Amanda's here because we are terrified. Yeah, she does kind of That's keep good. us in check. Yeah, I, well, protects us as well. Just
2: glare at you until you submit to my ways. <laughs> Good I time. think you
1: may have said everything there was to say about that. Mm-hmm. You reference Gamergate, which frankly so far has been much more what's the word I want? Poisonous. Yeah, uh, it's that's. All poison. that's it's all poison, but you yeah. know a year and a half later, Gamergate has gotten to depths of depravity that that the phrase depths of depravity doesn't quite describe.
2: It's, sad. it's
1: disgusting
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, regardless of who's on the receiving end. Right. That, any, that anybody would have that level of, of vitriol, of uh, drooling desire to harm.
0: You know, we all have our passions. We all have the things that we love, you know. I won't punch you over any of mine. You know, I, I, I just got to have... The, the, whatever happened to the days where, man, we can have a disagreement without having to threaten to kill each other's family. For
2: real. You know. It's a little extreme. You know what the
0: problem with that is? Too often
1: people said, you know what? Let's agree to disagree. They shook hands and went away.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: A lousy ending.
2: True.
1: You know, we're comic fans. We want a fight scene. (laughs)
2: This is true.
1: Uh, true. It's not true.
2: Let's keep it in the comics, though.
1: Keep it in the comics. The
2: real life fight scene. Too many comic people over
1: the years have brought the you know, the fight scene to the schoolyard or to wherever it is. The You know, bullying comes from that. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about bullying. Yeah. Um, you know, and you kind of... Zero d- tolerance. We have to, as an industry, as if nothing else, um,
0: as a punditry. But think about Zero it. tolerance. It has to be, but that's the, that's the problem. And, you know, I, I, I know we feel like wrapping it up, but there's just... If you ever listened to online chat as you game and what people say to each other random strangers.
1: I'll just pretend I can't remember because I haven't online games it's, in a long time.
0: I, I you know, um, I refuse. I, I won't. I have the headset and everything else my watch and I trash play talk. games You is. mean
1: like as if they were WWE fighters? I Are mean, I don't it? mind a good fun
0: trash talk, but Suplex that's...
2: like City, bitch. There you go. go. Nice. I got so it you in. You
0: got it in. I'm yes. proud of you, Amanda. Nice. I've been dying. Um, yeah, but that's the thing, isn't it? when it's it's reinforcement it's behavioral reinforcement the more Mm -hmm. i say something the more i think something the more i'm going to be more likely to be in order to to reenact that live that or do that Mm -hmm. if i spend hours on day calling someone you know x and then you know i will do this to you and i will do that to you that is a learned behavior that you really will repeat Um, Mm -hmm. even 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 though everything in you says you know it's probably socially unacceptable I mean you know we could tie this back to um, I'm a big Sooners fan I am an OU fan Mm -hmm. Um, I went OU um, and you know the the fraternity guys that decided that they wanted to chant something unbearable and and embarrassing to me my school my family that lives there Mm and, and it was just disgusting. And that's the thing is this type of thing happened before that. They just mm. didn't let it out. And the only thing we taught them is don't let that shit out.
1: And yeah. frankly, other than the internet, uh, frats may be the only place misogyny still thrives.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, as, my we, God. as we hear new stories all the time. Every day. another yeah. Some other chapters getting shut down. And when you look at those people, and that's the other thing, the people that, they, that started those chants that got expelled, those boys are just disgustingly rich. Mm, of um, the, course the prep it's schools just, they went to in dallas that's why it stayed quiet that's a, that's really it and that's where your institutionalized stuff like that comes from is people mm-hmm. that are isolated in these in these groups you don't get the privilege of being uh, you know a racist when you live among so many people of different races you know yeah. you don't get the privilege of being misogynist if you're around a lot of women a lot of time mm-hmm. you know it, it's 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 isolation from groups that cause these types of things
1: now bill myra has noted that uh when he went to college in the 70s, mm-hmm. um, he avoided frat culture, not just simply because they might not have had him, but he just escaped family and, and high school. This is the first chance he got to go off and be his own, mm-hmm. to be himself, to identify who and what he was. And yet here was this pull from a culture that says, come, be, be like the rest of us. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, And it's like, no, thanks. Oh, man. Well, when I went to school, I was uh, I just got out of the Navy. And, um, you know, that was my fraternity, you know, and still is. And, you know, for for them, I, I, I would just look at it it was so ridiculous to me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm now, you know, 21 years old walking around. Uh, the University of Oklahoma campus and and all the Greek and everything else and I'm like why would I want to be like any of you You, you're just all horrible and and, and not to say that that's a horrible broadcast of things I'm not trying to say I've known plenty of fraternity guys and people that do wonderful work why would you want to
1: be part of the misogyny the the racism whatever but not all
0: of them are like that so I don't want to paint a big brush just like we're talking about we don't want to Pigeonhole people. That's not fair. There, there's lots yeah. of really good stuff and lots of good things that happen out of those types of groups right. as well. The sure, brotherhood the that beer pong was comes invented in the front. Right. Always a bonus.
2: Cornhole. Everybody loves a little cornhole. Sometimes. God, I just got
0: turned on a little bit by that. <laughs>
2: You're welcome. <laughs> I said it.
1: You by the way, it. you'll. Uh, I think you'll back me up on this. Mike is still wearing
0: white, really wide bell bottoms. He is. Back from his Navy days.
2: In the Navy.
0: I can rock me some badass dungarees. I will say that. (laughs)
2: One glance at Mike makes me want some Cracker Jacks like no other (laughs) good times.
0: Excellent. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I don't want to derail it if you have some more uh, stuff you'd like to work out.
0: No, I think we're good. You know, these are good therapy sessions for us, you know. Clears the air. You can't say it on Facebook anymore because I'm trying to be politically correct and not offend anybody and not trying to chime in. Not
1: wanting to offend, wanting to be sensitive... It's not political correctness. That's just you
0: being a human being. Courtesy and manners. How about we'll call it that? Yeah, I, that I'm would good be with a that.
1: Better. I'm good with that.
0: Yeah. You, know, you can have a different opinion. Politically than correct has been has been
1: sort of <laughs> redefined you. as No, it's been defined from the beginning as stuff we have to put up with because you whine. Right.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: You know, racial equality? Ah uh, political correctness. Yeah, You know, don't don't fat, shi- don't fat shame, don't intelligence shame, don't pick on the handicap.
2: Yeah.
1: Damn it, the political correctness that keeps getting in my way.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the only material I had for the longest time, and now I have to be nice. I, I-, I don't know if I can do it.
0: But you also have to think about, you know, Patton Oswalt did a wonderful piece the other day on Twitter, um, you know, where... It- <laughs> okay, there's got to be a group that's okay to say stuff. And, is, and I'm pretty sure comedians should be that group.
1: The context yeah. And the context of that is Trevor Noah, the new host of uh, Daily Show after Jon Stewart finally steps down. A South African-born uh, uh, comedian of black and white uh, parentage mm-hmm. um, was quoted, I think, completely out of context. Of course. With a few in context, having seen this guy, he's hilarious. In context, he's... He's not quoting himself mm-hmm. as much as he is following the logic of his bit. Right. Or playing the character in the bit. Right. Mm-hmm. So his sexist things are things that this kind of person might say.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So we're suddenly in $10,000 pyramid.
2: <laughs> things a
1: misogynist might say.
2: Get in the kitchen and make me some pie. I want That's a sandwich. <laughs> Open a beer. That's right.
1: <clears throat> anyway.
2: Don't choke on it.
1: Uh, so Oswald was responding to the fact that, you know, they were, they were cherry picking this guy's comedy routine. Most of, again, most of which is him parodying that type of thing right. mm-hmm. rather than parroting that right. type of thing. See what I did there?
2: Yeah, I see what you did there.
1: Um, and Oswald's what was it? Something, sev- you know, 70 texts or, was, some, yeah, or, or that tweets actually, rather. Yeah, really A lot of, friends, of yeah. them. Most of them sarcastic. All I think all of them were pretty much. Well, them. no, some of them were a little more dead
0: on, right? Right.
1: What he was getting at, but a lot of it was, yes, of course, the last people in the world we want speaking their minds are comedians, and so on and so forth. Hilarious stuff. Right. Patton Oswald should be our go-to, both geek and uh, and Hollywood uh, insider. And uh, I don't agree with him on
0: everything, but uh, he he has a lot of good points when he when he does his thing, and I think that's kind of the deal. Is I don't have to agree with everything Patton says. No. I can still like what he says and not have to, I don't have to, it's not like when I'm going to vote and I just go Republican or Democrat and it gets me everything. I can go Patton Oswald, Eh, not so much that one.
2: That's one you thing know? I don't really identify with is like, you know, when you're listening to a comedian who's either racial or um, sexually charged, whether it be, you know, that they're misogynist or they hate men, whatever it is, like, why have we developed that, idea that if we laugh at something, we agree. Right. We could be just laughing at the ridiculousness of what was just said, but...
1: And very very much uh, very often the case would be, as with Noah, it's being done ridiculously. Right. It's being done to exaggerate -hmm. To draw attention to how ridiculous it is. Right.
2: It's that, like, if somebody drops the N word or says something rude about a black person, if I laugh at it, that means I agree. I'm like, no, 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 in that case, case,
1: you are terrible.
2: Well, I I am terrible all on my own. On that regard. You know, but I just don't understand, like, just because I laugh at something, sometimes it's just laughing at, oh my God, I can't believe you even had that thought. I think the bigger issue
1: is is it funny?
2: Some of it is. Some others, of the, the more offensive,
1: some of the more offensive comics, you know, have not been terribly funny, right? Because of an over reliance on shock. Exactly. Whereas somebody who can be nuanced, uh, Chelsea Handler, mm-hmm. uh, Trevor Noah, Bill Maher, these these folks. I love
2: Bill Maher. Uh, these folks
1: him. can me. can balance.
2: Yeah. So. The balance is key. I just, I hate subscribing to the notion that just because we laugh at something or find the humor in it, that it is ultimately my opinion, my belief system. Well, that's just annoying. You're not
1: me. even necessarily agreeing with the point of view of the person who said it. Exactly. It's a joke.
2: It's a joke. Let it go. Don't make me sing Frozen.
1: Well, that actually was next on the list. Would you like to build a snowman?
2: Would you like to fold some laundry?
1: <laughs> I'm not that's, making her do that. I promise that's how you.
2: how I torture my husband when I can't get him to work is I sing things in a frozeny tune and repeat it until I get my way.
1: That sounds politically incorrect to me.
2: It is. That's how I roll.
1: And on that note, I think uh, coming around the clock as we have. I will uh, ask, uh, we, we know what, uh, you've got your Kickstarter coming up. Is there anything else you want to, uh, to uh, plug,
0: mention? Well, Kickstarter is April 15th. Um, we will be at uh, Phoenix Comic-Con as guests um, on, at the end of May. So we're super excited. We'll have uh, issue two of Blood and Dust out there. So, yeah, that, that's my gig thing.
1: You've got uh, something you wish to announce? Uh, no. No? I'm cool. I'm
2: just chilling, going with the flow.
1: Chilling, going with the flow. That's yeah. a plan right there.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm, if it's all right with everyone, just going to go on being adorable.
2: Oh, uh, that's cute.
1: In the future, I'm sure I'll have stuff to announce. He's today. like a
0: little Sharpay. A Sharpay? Sure, why not?
1: You mean a pen that writes on anything?
0: That thing, too. Okay. <laughs> and on Amanda that uh, note,
1: da,
2: da, 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 da. does
1: anybody want to... Uh, shall we break into puker voices and <laughs>
0: sign off to the next? So this has been uh, Mike Martin.
2: Amanda Michaels.
0: And Brian, Michael, Augustine. So okay, thank you so much for listening, everybody, and join us the next time on The Bandcast. See ya. That's John That's That is
2: actually